Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. From Tsunami Sushi in downtown Lafayette, we're Out to Lunch with Christian Maida, editor and publisher of The Current. It's business Acadiana style. Welcome to Out to Lunch. I'm Christian Mater. Kids hate math. You've probably heard that before, except it's not exactly true. One survey commissioned by Texas Instruments found that kids were twice as likely to say they like math than hate it. Now, Texas Instruments sells calculators. Make of that what you will. That same survey, however, found that 70% of kids said that they would like math more if they better understood how it applied to their future. Now, I'm just a reporter. I use numbers all the time, though. Probabilities, uh, data analysis, reading white papers on science and the economy. You can't convince me that math doesn't mean something, especially when coding is one of the nation's most in-demand jobs. Now, my guest, Ashley Carter, loves math. More specifically, she loves to teach it. Ashley got a degree in finance but has made a career in tutoring with her company, Minds Matter Tutoring. Math is the number one subjects kids ask for help with, Ashley says, but she can help with any K-12 through discipline. Ashley is the only tutor in Lafayette certified by the National Tutoring Association. is one of only three in the state. She brings a compassion from parenting to the structure of her business model. Ashley is a mom of two, including one child with dyslexia. Ashley grew up near New Orleans and lives in Lafayette, and she launched Minds Matter in 2019. Ashley Carter, welcome to Out to Lunch. Hi, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So you don't think you'll need math when you get older. Try telling that to a business executive who reads budgets and P&Ls. More to the point, you never really stop learning if you want to find success in business. And there are folks out there who can help you do that. My guest, Phyllis Donato, spent years as an educator, now runs Fifth Dimension, a workplace coaching consultancy. Fifth Dimension's trainings revolve around what Phyllis calls the three C's, connect, communicate, collaborate. She offers group trainings that include personality assessments, workplace observation, and one-on-one coaching, and her clients range from individual entrepreneurs to corporations. Phyllis grew up in Eudora, Arkansas, and became the first college graduate in her family. She earned a doctorate in education from UL Monroe and now lives in Lafayette. Phyllis Donato, welcome to Out to Lunch. Ah, thank you for having me. So, Ashley, as I said at the top of the show, it's pretty much a cliche that kids hate math. I think I was one of those kids, and my mom would actually like to say that I loved it until I hated it, right? That I almost had to be convinced later that I didn't. So it has me thinking, I mean, is it really just sort of a cultural thing in your experience that kids just kind of get this idea in their head and it's not actually rooted in some real problem with what kids do with math? I mean, do they really hate it or is it just that kids think it's cool to hate math? Kids hate what they aren't good at in general. Hmm. So um, from being a tutor privately, I, all, most of my clients, like 95% are math related, like yeah. multiplication, which isn't fun uh, yeah. when you're first getting into it. It's just not fun. When did you figure out that it was fun for you? Uh, very early on. Like I was always uh, on the honor roll, like yeah. up into college, even through college on the dean's list. So I've always been like a numbers kind of girl. Yeah. Anyway, I guess that's how you got into finance. But like, were you imagining, a, you know, finance and management? You're thinking I'm going to be a CPA. I mean, what was your thought process there? Uh, funny you ask that because I actually graduated with enough hours to sit for the CPA if I uh, later decided to. So yeah. it was only 126, I think, uh, hours to graduate for a degree. But I yeah. graduated with like 162. Yeah. So Phyllis, you shifted from teaching students to teaching 
business people, and I, I guess is one way of thinking about it. So it kind of has me thinking, is there a subject that business leaders say they hate? Well, um, a subject that business leaders say they hate, I can't name one in particular. Sure. Um, but one of the things that they find most challenging sometimes is better leaders. way of thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. One of the things they find most challenging is how do they lead people in such a way that they're bought into what it is the vision is, and sure. so getting people to come on board um, is where a lot of leaders tell me that they struggle, and so. Now, I imagine it's not like multiplication, right, where it's like you, you get exposed to leadership challenges at six and you're like, I'm not good at this. I mean, is it because that people that kind of get to that point in business just don't have that sort of training? I mean, it seems like they, they maybe would. I mean, what, what is it that they miss in their careers that puts them in a position where they're like, I need help with this. This is a challenge. Well, it's funny you should say that because essentially it does start early on, you know, when we're developing our little personalities and so forth, that influences how we lead. But what happens is um, we're good people and we want things to happen fast. And mm -hmm. so sometimes those wonderful strengths that we have, they actually become constraints and yep. get in the way. And so mm -hmm. I like to work from a place of making people more self-aware of their behaviors, actions, and interactions. Yep. So regardless of whether you're in a Fortune 500 company or you're just trying to improve the dynamics in your marriage, if I can get you to look at that and how you show up in those interactions and improve on that, then you can get people to connect with you sooner, one of my three C's. Yep. Because whether you are, um, it really doesn't matter what area you're in, you gotta be able Christian, you got to be able to do the three C's. You got to be able to connect, communicate, and collaborate. Because I, it, I think it's Rick who says, I can't get his last name, but Rick, there's a quote that says something to the effect that uh, you can't influence people unless you can connect with them, right? Sure. And so if I got to lead, no matter how strong my skill set is and whatever that knowledge area is, if I don't intentionally take time to hone in on those relational skills, mm -hmm then I'm not gonna get the best out of the folks. We're yeah. good people, we're gonna be compliant, but we might not be committed. Yeah. yeah. Now, Ashley, I mean, you're saying if kids typically coming math is a very common thing that they come and ask for help. And I, I'd be clear, we don't have to just talk about math. I just kind of harped into that because I felt like I saw a little bit of myself in that, right? <laughs> um, but, 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 but I mean, like, it, I think it's interesting to think about like, you know, kind of what Phyllis is saying here, like there's a core set that sort of applies to the task of leadership. You need to be able to connect with people. I mean, have you found that there was a, a core skill set that a kid needs to sort of unlock to be able to kind of get over that hump in math? Like if they're coming to you and saying like, I've struggled with this, um, you know, multiplication has been hard. I mean, is there a technique that you found kind of speaks to that kid's ability to sort of get past that hump? Um, memorization, like just a deck of flashcards, it's just that simple. Like a deck of flashcards, a dollar twenty-five at the Dollar Tree or a dollar at the Dollar Store. Yeah. I mean, just to go through them every night, uh, yeah. and uh, eventually, after so many times, they'll memorize it. Yeah, I mean, is it something that like you feel like kids kind of come in to with sort of a certain way of doing things, and maybe you have to correct it? I mean, is it sort of just? the way we're teaching kids math at four in the public school system? I mean, what's happening? There? Okay, first of all, kids like to guess. They don't want to, like, do the work. They like <laughs> to guess. If I could, guess, if they could guess the answer, like, why do all the work accounting and memorizing and all of that? Sure. Uh, Common Core, um, they switched uh, into public school. So math today is not like math, like how I learned it or you learned it when we were in school. It's mm -hmm. totally different. Yeah. Um, we find ourselves even, like, for simple things like um, adding and subtract subtracting fractions. I learned it one way where you like change the denominator, mm -hmm. uh, but now it's like some other thing yeah. uh, to where we were in tutoring at school like, hey, 
is your teacher checking your scratch paper? And they're like, no. Okay, well, like, we taught them the old way. I mean, that's the simple way. And one of them said, oh, we learned how to do this last year, but this year they're learning a different method. Yeah. So it's just, it's a mess. It's nothing like, not as straightforward as it was when we were in school at all. Sure. I mean, Phyllis, does that resonate with you at all? Having like worked, it sounds like with kids in a school environment and then now seeing them move into the workforce. I mean, you're kind of seeing that transition, right? I mean, like how the way we teach kids, not just the specific skill sets, but how we teach them to think about the world influences the kind of business leaders or people they might be. Absolutely. I would say that uh, their experiences and opportunities to be in places where they can show up as their best self, that's going to influence also um, the love or the like of a content. Hey, I never liked math, Ashley, (laughs) but what I did was Mr. Weston was my algebra teacher, and he was the first person that not only made it fun, but... He got to know me and there was a fun in connecting with him. So while I wasn't in a hurry to get to algebra, let's go see what Mr. Weston is going to say today. (laughs) And so so typically kids like, um, they learn from people that they like. And, um, And as adults, who we work with often influences how we do our work. And so if we can um, just bridge the two with building those relationships, because whether it's a engaging environment or a toxic environment, whether it's one-on-one or a whole lot of people, there's one common denominator that's going to be in the mix when we're talking about what makes it successful or what makes it toxic. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be relationships, right? And so behaviors matter. This sounds like an insight that you would have brought in coaching, I mean, it seems like you're, you're, we're talking about it in the context of somebody being maybe a math teacher, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, it seems like, is that the kind of advice that you might would offer somebody in business? Like, hey, your coworkers, they want to see your vision, but they want to fundamentally like you or they want to be able to, to learn from somebody who they like? Yeah, they want to be able to see your, they want to catch the vision. And in catching the vision, what prompts them to buy into it is how you're showing up. What behaviors, actions, and interactions are you doing intentionally and consistency? Even though it may not come second nature to you, there are some behaviors. We're not changing personalities, but we can change some little things that we do that help people, you know, oh, you know what? He's not so bad. Oh, she's not so bad. I'm willing to do that. I'll stay an extra 15 minutes just because of how you interact with me versus I have to stay till 3.30. Don't ask me to stay past that, right? Yeah. And so... It, People, we're good people uh, by nature, but sometimes we just move way so fast because the bottom line is what we're looking at. We're looking at results first, but fundamentally when we're talking about building a relationship or growing, we've got to look at our level of trust, our level of connection that we're making with with individuals and frankly with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, Ashley, you've talked a little bit about you kind of your method, I mean, or at mm-hmm. least around multiplication tables, right? But I mean, you know, how does, did you have a kind of like a core thought process about, I mean, I think Phyllis, right, has kind of um, outlined sort of a philosophy here, right? Kids want to learn from people that they like or, you know, that they, you know, react better to an engaging teacher. I mean, is there a kind of a core uh, way that you approach tutoring, right, that, that would apply kind of across the bases, not just multiplication tables, but maybe when you're helping a kid with an essay, right? Like, how do you get through to them? Oh, absolutely. Um, the parents are always nervous for private tutoring, like, oh, I don't know, they act like this, so we're going to try and see if they come in and, like, do this thing for you or if they like you. And I'm like, yeah, they're all like that until the first session, and then yeah. after that, it's fine. <laughs> um, I'm with kids all day, and then I'm at home with my own kids. So, yeah. like, I get kids. Like, kids at school love me. They stop me in the hallway to hug me. Miss Ashley, Miss Ashley, Miss Ashley. Like, I just seen you. 
eight minutes ago, girl, but I'm going to stop and talk to you and hug you again in the hallway. <laughs> and, and that's it. That, that's, that's my core, Ms. Ashley, right there. When you were talking and you after the first session, I'm thinking, kids yeah, got to love her. Yeah. You, you, you know what? I got to be able to connect with you. If I know you see me and how you handle me and love me, then yeah, yeah I'll show up. Yeah. So What's your sure. secret to getting kids to love you? I'm just personable and um, private tutoring. Like, I can tailor to their needs. Um, yep. So if you like football, we're going to draw footballs on the board. If you like Barbie dolls, we're going to relate all our math problems to Barbie dolls. Yeah. Like, so uh, so they come in, and this is what I did. It's like, how was your weekend? How was school? What did you do? So I know what they like, essentially, exactly what Phyllis said. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Phyllis, I mean, you're, you're, I'm, I'm presuming you're moving into different sectors, right? I mean, if you're working with folks who are in an individual, in, in individual business environment or you're working with a corporation, I'm imagining it's, it's different s- sectors. I mean, are, do you find that you have to relate to the business in a different way, right? Like if you're coaching somebody in IT versus coaching a company that provides a social service or something. I mean, is it all going to just come back to the same fundamentals or do you find that you have to adjust what you teach based on who you're teaching? At the core, it's going to come back to the three C's. But in terms of how we progress in the coaching, uh, after I've taken a a look-see at your personality and how you, um, essentially your needs, how you prefer to, to work, then I let that influence how we coach. If you're showing up and you have a dynamic uh, personality and you like things quick, fast, and to the point, mm-hmm. then I'm going to handle that a little bit differently than someone that would show up with a steadiness style that likes yeah. to ease into it. And when Ashley was speaking, uh, there were the three C's right there. She connects, all right? So what is it that you're interested in? She's intentional about bringing that into the communication, into her teaching part. And then the working together is the collaboration. Yeah. So it's essentially the method is the same. Now, uh, we may tweak here or there, mm-hmm. but at the core, we're coming from, from those three areas. Yeah. Are you, do you find that, I mean, like I know, I would imagine in most cases you're being contracted here, right? But I mean, mm-hmm. I've talked to other business coaches who say that, you know, that first step often takes, buy-in is not necessarily automatic, right? Like they sort of come in and like, yes, they recognize they're coming to you because maybe they have a problem they're trying to solve. And so you might be entering, I mean, do you generally find that you have to sort of convince them that the, that the three C's for instance, are the, are the path to success or do folks come in and they're generally pretty receptive to it? Well, there's an awareness part that has to come into play. Yeah. Um, and when I engage with a client, my first priority before we talk anything work, is I need them to connect to me, right? Because once they connect to me, once they get to know me, um, the ups and downs, the hurdles, the relatability, I think the genuineness and the warmth that comes in, in the beginning, regardless of what capacity you're working in, that opens the gateway to people actually wanting to hear from you. So my, my first sessions just tend to us talk about the individual, myself and connection, and then we just kind of get to looking at how their relationships and their interactions are with others. What are they wanting to see? What are they seeing right now in, in comparison? And then we just talk about behaviors. And it's, you know, one of the things that people say is, well, well I know this. And I'm like, yeah, right. So when did you stop practicing and doing what you know? Mm-hmm. When I got so busy, I got so fast that I started looking at the results, the product first versus the people. Yeah. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Christian Bader. I'm talking to business coach Phyllis Donato and tutor Ashley Carter. Our conversation continues after this break. Support for Out to Lunch at Katiana comes from Adita Corporate Staffing, Basics Swim and Gym, and Basics Underneath Fine Lingerie, Infinite Health Integrative Medicine Center, 
Michelle Wang and Measurement, Calibration Services and Measurement Equipment since 1947. New Orleans Ice Cream, available in select grocery stores. And Rev Realtors. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Christian Bader. I'm talking to business coach Phyllis Donato and tutor Ashley Carter. Ashley, you, you're a tutor, but also a business owner, right? I mean, you, you have Minds Matter tutoring. And so are you... Do you have other tutors that you're working with? Talk to me a little bit about just the structure of your business. Um, I'm the main tutor because I'm not so busy, and a lot of my time is tied up 8 to 3 at school uh, during the week. So I'm limited to, like, maybe a couple of virtual um, sessions during the week, which I do offer um, after school, and then mainly Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, So Saturday mostly at the library. I did connect last year over the summer with some other local tutors um, in the area. And um, they offer, like, although you think all, I I perceive all tutors the same. Like, oh, we're all the same. And I had a tutor tell me, um, well, I can't tutor the whole Acadiana. I can't tutor the whole Lafayette. And I'm like, wow. And she prefers to teach older kids. I prefer to teach younger kids. Mm-hmm. So we kind of refer back and forth. If somebody calls me for something that I don't offer mm-hmm. or that I don't prefer, I'll send them her way. And if she comes across younger kids that she doesn't prefer or doesn't want to deal with, she'll send them my way just because I'm in the school all day and mm-hmm. that's my uh, target audience. Do you have a, like, is the idea that over the long term you'd want to grow this to have a tutoring business? I mean, you having a background, right, in, in finance and management? I mean, is that something you'd like to do? Yeah, I want to offer more subjects because I'm, I mean, my major limits me to what I can uh, tutor and offer. Okay. Like there are some things like chemistry, biology that I don't offer that eventually I would like to bring someone in to, so I can have a wider service offering or more subjects. Yeah, okay. And Phyllis, what about you? I mean, are you the only person doing I mean, when you're talking about fifth dimension, just give me a sense of the scale of the company and, 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 and how you work. Well, I actually have a four contracted uh, consultants that work with me in terms of providing um, training and coaching. Uh, we also offer online online courses. Uh, in addition, I am an authorized partner of Disc Wiley, which essentially allows me to make available facilitation kits to companies who are looking to um, grow their teams. And they, while they may bring me on initially, they want to be able to, at some point, take the wheels off, right, and go on their own. And so this puts them in a position to be able to be able to do that. So yeah, I do have um, four contracted consultants. I have a, a virtual assistant who helps. The aim or the goal for me um, now, when I launched Fifth Dimension Solutions in 2020, was what could I do at home? Because prior to, I had to travel the country, right, and work with people all over, all over the U.S. Um, but recognizing the, the the need and what I have been graced and gifted to be able to do was right here. And so, growing outside of Louisiana, I'm still wondering about that. There's so much work that can be that can be done right here at at home. I do have out of the state clients. But we'll see where that where that where that comes. Yeah. What were you doing before that took you across the country? Uh, leadership development strategist, actually. Okay. Um, You'll have to distinguish that for me. What was the difference between that? Because it sounds like a similar kind of job. It, I understand they're that, different, but, but distinguish well, that for me. Well, the distinction is there was a core focus that I worked on with another company. It was just simply 
that particular aspect of working okay. with folks, right? Yeah. But because of my background, I was able to bring, uh, even in that role, I was able to bring some other skill set and insight in that people often asked for, mm -hmm. but it didn't fit the streamlined model that I had to follow. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people just simply said to me, hey, I'd like just to work with you. Mm -hmm. And one day it just, just kind of dawned on me, you know? Like, yeah, you can work with you can work with you can work with people, yeah. but more importantly, girl, you're seeing results everywhere else. And I've been here in Lafayette now seven years, and right in my own back door, I know there's a need. And so, uh, whatever I can do in that capacity with the business, and also with my my foundation and volunteering, because what I believe in my core is that these skill sets that we're talking about, as far as adults and growing organizations, if we can get kids early on to develop these skills of self-awareness, self-management, responsible decision-making and such, then they can be more insightful uh, in their choices. Yeah. Ashley, I want to clarify something too, because you, you say you spend a lot of time with kids, right? You're tutoring and you're working at the school, right? So give me a sense of what, you know, let's put the chicken before the egg here. So you were, were you teaching in schools and then decided to add tutoring? I mean, talk to me about that transition, the moment when you were like, you know what? private tutoring would be a good thing to add to my portfolio okay so I've been most of my jobs before being in the school have been in the oil field of okay. some type way or fashion yeah uh, so um, having kids here and you know having to leave for things like a color run or a parent-teacher conference like I'm always having to be or them having a break from for the summer mm -hmm. so like having to find uh, some kind of camp or some sort for like holidays and camp I mean in summer and stuff like that and my mom was like, well, what if you work, if you worked at a school, you wouldn't have to worry about all these things. And I was like, because you would have the exact same schedule as your kids. And yeah. I was like, well, okay, girl. So I thought about it and I was like, I'm going to apply um, as a tutor is what I applied for. Yeah. Because um, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to just jump into, um, I didn't want to be a fish jumping into sharks water, just going into the classroom. Right. Um, so I was like, well, I'm going to apply. I applied for um, a job at, a, at another school other than the school that I'm at. And they like took forever. So I was, it's, but so I talked to a lady. She like shared my information with other ILs at different schools. Mm -hmm. Like I only had one application, but my information was shared a bunch of different places by one person. And I had a school call me like, "You want to come in for an interview today?" And I'm like, "Right now?" And they were like, "Yeah." So I went in. Uh, so I did that, and I'm like, um, I had helped my kids with homework. And my friend from uh, Slidell would call me for help with homework. Like, hey, I know you know how to do this math problem. And I'm like, well, wait, what if I tutored in my free time too? Um, so it ended up working out because my school is very supportive of my private tutoring. Yeah. Um, so they refer out. Like if they're in a meeting and a kid is struggling with such and such and a parent is freaking out, like I'm the person they'll send the parent to. So um, you're tutoring in the school and then out of school. So yes. like you're still oh. like a classroom teacher. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you're, 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 I'm just trying to clarify what, what it is that you're doing. Yeah. So, so I tutor eight to three, Monday through Friday at a school. I yeah. pull kids out of class or I push into class to help kids uh, yeah. at school. Yeah. And then after school, I offer virtual tutoring for my own private Minds Matters tutoring on the weekend. I gotcha. I gotcha. So um, Phyllis, I mean, one thing I kind of wanted to get um, a better understanding then is, I mean, you know, you talked about one example, right? Of you know, you're working with people, and they say, "I'd like to work with you." There was sort of a business development opportunity there. So, what does business development look for you now? I mean, you said you kind of had an idea of what your geographic scope might be. Um, do companies generally just find you? I mean, how do they know that 
they need you? Well, um, that's a great question. Actually, uh, there have been a couple of times when I have been found, but yeah. more often than not, uh, referrals. Okay. Um, referrals have been really, really kind to me um, because, again, I've established those relationships. They've been able to see uh, the productive outcomes. And so business development for me is a lot of referrals. I don't do a lot of marketing. I do do some. Yeah. But old school still works. Word of mouth mm -hmm. is, is really powerful when yeah. people have had an experience with you. Yeah. Ashley, has that been your experience too? Mostly word of mouth? Or are you trying to actively seek people out? Most people have found me uh, from school. Some people have found me from school, like, hey, my child is struggling. We're in this SBLC meeting. They're, like, facing failure or failing this grade. And the principal or the assistant principal, I was like, hey, I know somebody. So school has been generous to me. Mm -hmm. uh, word of mouth from uh, kids I've tutored and their parents, their interactions with me have, all, like, oh, I had one of my friends were advertising on, I mean, look, on Facebook a post asking for a tutor but I said girl you need to take that down because I know somebody and I'm like okay girl so yeah <laughs> definitely word of mouth old school word of mouth just somebody who knew or somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody definitely I've yeah. marketed it a little bit but not a lot at all like school school referrals and friend referrals keep me busy yeah yeah I mean it sounds like it would now I mean you're you know the only License, wait, but not licensed, but uh, is, that, is that the right term? For National this? Tutor yeah. and Association Certified Tutor. So, so I mean, this, I, I know that tutors were certified in that way. So, I mean, talk to me a little bit about what that actually means. I, mean, I feel like there are lots, obviously, you're not the only tutor, so that means <laughs> by definition, all the other ones are not certified. So, I mean, <laughs> what does that mean? Okay, so that's one of the only tutoring certifications available to tutors, okay. um, whether it be a business or a private tutor or organization. Uh, that is the only official certification yep. for a tutor offered, period, right now. Yeah. I mean, Phyllis, is there a similar kind of certification process that you have to go through to do what you do? Well, I did. Um, I completed my executive leadership uh, certification, uh, when was that, about three, four years ago? Yeah. Uh, but my certification in my background, um, my background is curriculum and instruction strangely enough that's yeah. what my that's what my, uh, yeah. my my terminal degree is in but also when I was working with other campuses that was also something that they could tap into sure. uh, and then I also have my um, my certification in administration and supervision yeah. and then uh, just having been in uh, the field yeah so those certifications came but the, the coaching yeah. yeah yeah so I mean I guess certification in one way or another is just another form of continuing education. It's kind of like underscores the point. I think most of us, wherever we land in business, are going to end up just keep learning, you right? You right. keep learning. Gotta, so, uh, Phyllis, Ashley, uh, it's been lovely learning about both of you, what you do. Thanks for joining me today on Out to Lunch Acadiana. Thanks for Thank having you. us. Thanks for having us. My guests on Out to Lunch Acadiana today have been tutor Ashley Carter and business coach Phyllis Donato. We edited this conversation to fit into our time slot here on KRBS, and you can hear our unedited conversation and find out more about Ashley and Phyllis by listening to the Out to Lunch Acadiana podcast. You can find and subscribe on your podcast app and on our website, itsacadiana.com. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsacadiana.com and on our Out to Lunch Acadiana social media. These photos were taken by Aster Morgan, and you can find more of Aster's photos at astermorgan.com. Out to Lunch Acadiana is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsacadiana.com and KRBS 88.7 FM. 
The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our associate producer is Chad Terrio. Our researcher is Leah Erdialis. And today's show was engineered by Dylan Babineau. I'm Christian Mater, editor of The Current, Lafayette's nonprofit newsroom. And to get the scoop on Lafayette, head over to thecurrentla.com and sign up for one of our free newsletters. We'll see you here next time for business and conversation. And out to lunch, Acadiana. See you later. Out to Lunch Acadiana was recorded live over lunch at Tsunami Sushi on Jefferson Street in downtown Lafayette. Tsunami is open Tuesday through Saturday for lunch and dinner, serving sushi, sashimi, salads, and authentic Japanese grilled dishes. Tsunami welcomes casual dining or reservations. More information at servingsushi.com. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com. If you'd like to be part of Out to Lunch, to learn how your business or organization can become an Out to Lunch program partner, email info at inobroadcasting.com.